Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVV Radio in Las Vegas, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Another special on-site episode for you coming at you of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Excited to welcome today Scott Scherner. He is a functional medicine doctor, but he's actually going to be talking mostly about organic gardening, giving you some tips for how to do it yourself at home, as well as um, electric agriculture, electroculture, as they like to call it, and the ways that he's seen, and I've been seeing this on social media too, the use of copper is making these plants grow more abundantly quicker, faster. Um, So it's a way for you to achieve a wonderful, uh, luscious garden without the use of chemicals and herbicides and pesticides. Also, before we hear from our wonderful sponsors, I want to remind you to head to TarynGrayson.com to pick up our first ever edition, volume one of Faith, Family, and Freedom. If you go to TarynGrayson.com, you can get your free e-reader or you can email me, Taryn, at WeThePatriots.com. Taryn at wethepatriotsusa.org. Let me know. I can mail you one physically in the mail as well. But without further ado, let's hear from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. Visit carnivorebar.com for more information. This episode is brought to you by The Freedom People, providing comprehensive solutions for individuals and businesses to take control and protect their freedoms. Visit thefreedompeople.org to reclaim your freedoms. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. I'm excited to do another another uh, section of our Robert Scott Bell Union here in Joplin, Missouri. Another episode from this event. Today I have with me, I have Scott Scherner, who's a functional medicine doctor, and you've been a part of this event. You've been, uh, you know, working alongside Robert Scott Bell and known him for many, many years. And you came here, you're talking about functional medicine, yes, but you're giving people solutions by helping them and guiding them through setting up their own organic garden, which I know is just so integral to their health and something that you have yourself. Right, right, yes. It's a uh... It's very important um, to to get the the most nutrition from our food, which most food out there has zero to none, yeah. or it's an anti-nutrient, right? Yeah. Depending on what it is, uh, we want to grow our own food in, in very healthy soil, uh, because most people don't understand that the the ground, the soil, is a living organism. So we need to treat it that way and respect it, and honor it, 
and then nutrient uh, and nourish it and put in the minerals and what the soil needs in order to uh, grow healthy, strong, vibrant, nutrient-dense plants. I think minerals is a term that many people are starting to kind of hear and get used to hearing for the first time. People are used to supplements and vitamins and vitamins and nutrients that you get from your food. But minerals are also a very integral part of our health and something that our body needs. Like you said, it comes from nature. It's a part of us as well as a part of the soil. And conventional agriculture has very much depleted the soil of those nutrients and those minerals. Our water also we should be getting minerals from. If you don't mind kind of summarizing that for people and how important minerals are, especially if they're hearing, they're like, okay, what is this? I've been hearing about the minerals. Tell me a little bit more. Well, minerals are so, they're, they're essential for what happens in our body, our physiology. And, um, and, and so are the vitamins. So I recently had a client that came to me that uh, needed help right away. Um, he didn't have the time or the money to go into a full session. So I gave him a mini session and I said, well, here's some things that will help you right now and it was mostly vitamins and minerals. In fact, it, all of it was. Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, if I take this one, why do I need to take this one? And I said, because they work in synergy. If you don't have these vitamins in your body, which were mostly fat-soluble vitamins, then your body won't be able to uptake these minerals. And in this process of teaching him that he needed both, he just can't take one or the other, I then said, this is why food is the best medicine. Because if we can get nutrient-dense food that is alive and fresh, like if we grow it ourselves, then, um, then all those components are there. So we could probably not do away with supplements, but most people won't do that, or they can't do it, or they don't know how. And so, uh, anyway, that's... I don't know if that answered your question, but, but but there's um, oh just to add we probably should get about close to a hundred different minerals in our body every day, and most of these are micro, you know, amounts like just a very small amount, but it still is needed. And there's there's a lot of good sources of of minerals. You know, like look at the ocean; it's very salty, right? Well, there's a lot of other minerals. So if you eat kelp or seaweed, that's uh, not only do you get the iodine, but you get a lot of good minerals from that as well. What's another good example for people of a good food that they can eat that has that good synergy working together with the vitamins and, and the minerals? Well, just, uh, you know, most most foods, you know, you sure. a banana, for example, real simple, right? Mm -hmm. High in potassium, and there's other, many other components in there. So, uh, Brazil nuts are high in selenium. So just, just eat the rainbow and eat a variety of foods the best you can every day. Um, a lot of my diet is a lot of different fruits, berries and, and a, a, a organic mango and bananas and, and uh, some, some high quality cacao. And, I love and, it. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about that. Give me, give me the the chocolate. Oh, right? and av avocados. Oh, oh avocados. I can't, I can't miss a, a can't, an avocado a day. Oh, I love that. I love that. Avocado a day. That's the new avocado a day keeps the keeps the doctor away. Right. Just like they say, the apple a day. Well, let's talk a little bit about how people can equip themselves with the the knowledge and 
the the food and the fruit and the vegetables themselves what's if you have some tips for people on how to set up a nice organic garden for themselves no matter what size yard or how big or how small their yard is right um, absolutely uh, everybody well I say let me take that back if you if you live in what my wife calls dove houses uh -huh. you know a high-rise apartment sure. you may not have any space to grow food but in Let's that case you have like a little a little bit of a yard yeah though. but well let me just finish that sure. in that case go find a plot of land there's communities that yes. allow you to grow food so if you're serious about having good health and and having more vibrancy and and better clarity then go find a plot of land where you can grow your own food um, so now back to what you're saying if you if a person does have a yard right they can, um, um, depending on the soil and their soil condition, if, if it's been contaminated, if they've been spraying Roundup or glyphosate, they may not want to plant in it. So the alternative would to be to build a, a garden box mm -hmm. and then find some good compost. Um, I've even heard recently that Costco, uh, not that I'm trying to sure. <laughs> promote a brand, but I've heard that they... Uh, some people I know bought some of the organic soil mix and they said it was growing mushrooms and I'm like wow that must be good right that's, yeah that's amazing because mycelium is an important part of an ecoculture for for growing good food so it's very important so to, to start off I would say you know build build a garden box uh, get some good soil in there um, and then you know, get, find the seeds you want, plant them. Uh, it's best if your water's clean, if you can get filtered water or find some clean water. You would also would want to find a good source of minerals that come from earth, not synthetic. Mm -hmm. So add minerals to it. And, and, and how would you do that? Uh, well, I get it both in a liquid and in a powder, or not a powder, but a, a pellet form. Okay. And if you get it in a liquid, what I do with ours is I'll put it in a, a two-gallon sprayer bottle. And it only takes a small amount, um, you know, like uh, an eighth of a cup for two gallons. And I mix that up and I'll spray that on the soil. And that's one way I get more minerals into the soil. Um, and, and then I teach people how to compost, where, again, in their yard, they could take their kitchen scraps, their yard trimmings and create their own compost and that that is amazing soil so instead of going out and buying it make make your own or do what nature does just bring bring the everything together now wait a second scott so you're telling me that if i live in the middle of a neighborhood i can still do compost without bringing in raccoons or different animals and stinking up the whole neighborhood with the compost to, i can still do that absolutely yes yeah, that's uh, that's fun. I, I like that bringing in the raccoons. I know so many people are afraid that that you know they're everything's just gonna smell like manure. No, and, no, it's yeah. it's actually a, it's a, it's a, it's it's natural process. It happens in nature every day, and and it's it's very it's it's not that difficult. And it, there's basically no smell if you do it right. And and it, it and it's 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 actually difficult to do it wrong. That's good to know. That's good to know. Well, another way too that another fad. I hate to call it a fad because I think it really does have some legs to it, is the electro-agriculture. 
um, explain that concept, and then we're going to show people a demonstration of, of how you can make one of these copper wire poles yourself and put it in your garden, put it in your yard. Tell, give us a little primer to what this is. Okay, I would love to do that. So I call it electroculture. Electroculture, yeah. And what that is, is we put up on, on our farm, we put up antennas, and the antennas are to basically pull in the, the ether and the prana and, and the the energy, the life force from the air. And we're basically, it's all around us anyway, right? Mm -hmm. It's right here, right now, but we're, 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 with an antenna, we're like concentrating it and pulling it into the ground and adding this life force to the ground. And where we have done this on our farm, our, our plants have doubled in size. And um, so when we saw the results a year ago, how well it worked, we're like, okay, let's do it again. Yeah. And we just kept duplicating that by making these antennas. And as you pointed out, we, we did a video that you'll, you'll show. But that's, uh, we are electrical beings, right? We're beings of light and electricity. And we would not, we would cease to exist without this electricity. Well, plants are the same way. All life force is, is electrical. And so we're just bringing in that life force from the air and adding it to the soil so then it can spread out and then the soil becomes more alive with the bacteria and the my mycelium and, and the, some yeast and other things. So I start with maybe 14, 16 inches out here and I, and I start by taking the short end and I wrap it around several times, uh, three or four times pretty tight what that does is it keeps it secure on, on the pole. And then, then after I do that, I just start going up the pole and in a spiral like this. And usually I'm using wire on a, on a spool, so it's a little easier, but here we go. So I just coil it up the, the pole like this. Now, are you leaving this uh, at the end out on purpose? Right, so what this part here, so I'm going to bury this stick about eight inches into the ground, and this is just additional wire that I'll try to push further down into the soil. And, and if it doesn't get pushed down, it just sits in there, but I wanna make sure that I have a good connection into the soil to get the life force, the prana, the ether, to go into the soil. So I think of this as a way of concentrating the energy that's all around us and, and adding it to the soil because as, as uh, Scott said, we're electrical beings, well, so are, so are the plants, so is the soil because the soil is a living organism. So let's treat it as such. Let's take care of it and nurture it. You were talking about if you have like a, a, a branch that fell from a tree, it could have, you know, the other branches out. You can actually string outwards and kind of create almost a larger antenna right. to gather that energy exactly. from the ethers into the into that. From right. The into the soil. So if we find one yeah. later on the property yeah. that is, I'll make one and then we can we can add that to this mm -hmm. and show the, the result. And we've heard some stories already about plant growth in the area where this is done compared to just areas where it's not done extraordinarily night and day in terms of how fast exactly. how big that kind of thing happens so it's the kind of the missing component of healing recognizing energy and it's the missing component of farming again even though we go organic 
uh, but going beyond that in terms of biodynamic understandings and energetic understandings of the law of the planet we're on and the ethers around us, how we can draw that in to the life, that life force into the soil even more efficiently through this method. So organic is good, but we were talking about biodynamic farming, and that's where we embrace the, the, the living soil below us, and, and we understand that this, the plants will uptake the minerals and, and the nutrients in the soil if, if everything is in balance, that you have the mycelium and the bacteria, and, and you have everything there, plus you've had the minerals added in from other sources then those plants can take up those, um, those nutrients. And when the plants are so strong, just like with human beings, when we're strong, we have a good immune system, we can fight off anything. So on our farm, we don't have to ever think about any kind of pest control um, because the plants are very hardy and, and they, they just thrive. Now, the only pest control that we have had recently is earwigs. I don't know what to do to get rid of earwigs, so we use um, um, a, a powder. I'm losing the name right now. It's uh, the diatomaceous. Yeah, diatomaceous yeah. earth. Yeah. So we put that around the certain plants that they thrive on, because mm -hmm. most of the plants they won't bother, but there's a few plants that they'll just devour. So we then, in that case, we use the diatomaceous earth. And sometimes we'll use delimonene, which is a distillate from the orange or citrus peel. Right. As another effective, safe pesticide that can uh, be harmful to those critters you don't want, but completely safe uh, for the agriculture. You can eat it. It's not going to harm plants or animals, although cats tend to be more sensitive to some of the citrus things. But I've not seen a plant a cat harmed because we have cats from the delimonene that we use around a little bit. So that's good you got the delimonene as well, yeah. So do you create an antenna above it? I, a wider I will. Array? I'll yeah. take this wire yeah. and make an antenna above it, which I'm going to have to cut it mm -hmm. and then, then add pieces in. And that that's a longer process. But that creates but, more of a, a wider array. Right. So to finish it off at the top, I'm just, again, I'm going around very tightly in, in a, a lot of wraps. To keep it on there so it doesn't slip off because this you want this to be a long-term thing right but i like the idea of the, the the sticks from the you know trees because you don't have to create you right. can just start wrapping wider that's have right that array that's as opposed right. to just one pole exactly yeah, yeah. yeah very cool okay all right so we just watched your demonstration if people want to go out and and do this what size wire would you suggest oh great question um I, in my demonstration, I, I had 14 gauge wire available to me and that would work. I was noticing as I was doing the demonstration, like this is really easy. This is, uh, but at home we use a 12 gauge, which is thicker. And what I like about that is it holds its shape. And it, so because it's stiffer and thicker, it, it stays in place. The 14 gauge, I saw it starting to come loose. So I, 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 as you remember, I came back and told the group, go get 12 gauge. Okay. Or you could even do 10, but don't, I think 14 is too thin. Mm -hmm. And then you can, um, well, they'll see in the demonstration how to do it. And then um, I'll finish up today with the antenna I made. And if you want to add the, a picture or something. I will. Okay. Yeah. Um, if people are watching this on Red Voice Media or on Rumble or anywhere else that you are listening, um, yeah, you can see some pictures we'll be showing your various creations. And I have to say, 
I'm so glad that you talked about this at the RSB Union event because I've been seeing a lot of people on social media showing the difference and you know they're doing little experiments in their own garden and showing the difference between one plant uh, you know oh. one tomato plant and the other and how much it grows better with with the copper wire and um, so I'm so glad that you touched on this is this a new uh, a new phenomenon a new realization from people or oh. had this been used prior and we're just now remembering I love, it? I love that question this this is this is life this yeah. is life force uh-huh. It's been here since man has been on the planet, right? It's just, it's been hidden from us. It's been subdued. It's been pushed down because it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It is, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's so many things, as you know, are reemerging. Yes. About, about how to live a good, free, healthy life. Yes. Right? It's amazing. It is amazing. I love yes. the, I love the way that you described how we are light and the plants and, all of the creation around us are light and you know we know and we 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 read it in the bible uh, you know so much and that jesus is the light and um so it's really great that you're bringing that to the agriculture part of all of Uh, this discussion as we leave this discussion here with scott on this uh here episode at the rsb union event here in joplin missouri what's the one parting uh, bit of wisdom that you would like to leave on our audience wow Live, live your life free. Love it. <laughs> Do what you want. Mm-hmm. Live, live by your own terms. Mm-hmm. Not societies no, or the world. No, or live, live in love, live in compassion, empathy, and just live free. I love that. And food freedom is part of that. So arming yourself, breaking free from the system. I mean, it's great. We're all going to need to, you know, go to the grocery store. Or my favorite Azure Standard, which you guys can... Go see my favorites list at TarynGregson.com. You know, we need help in various ways, but there's so many ways that you can find food freedom in your backyard exactly. and doing it yourself. And, and, well, another, another point to that is, um, if we have time, I went to sure. visit uh, a lady to buy some koi because yeah. we, we incorporating koi and doing, cool. we're, we're looking at all different ways to grow food, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this, uh, this lady uh, had a big pond uh, her husband dug so a natural pond and so I said I want to see your pond and uh, as we were walking out there she says oh excuse all the weeds and I'm thinking that's food but I didn't say anything until we were coming back and she says oh I'm I gotta I gotta clean up these weeds and and she had a little spot for growing food and she had her chickens but I like you know this is a superfood you don't want to kill this you want to eat it she's like really and I'm like yeah that's a superfood. You have you already have a yard full of food. The she dandelion, yeah. Tell people just a little bit what you mean by that with dandelion tea and and. Oh, we we grow five different kinds types of dandelion, um, and uh, I was trying to think of the the more technical term, but sure. my wife isn't here. She would tell you. She would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we, uh, so the weed that she had that I pointed out to her is lamb's quarter. Okay. So she didn't know that was an edible, nutrient-dense weed. Um, and there's purslane high in, in omega-3s. Uh, that's a common weed. Uh, most people think of dandelions as weeds, but it's, it's a superfood. The whole plant, the, the root, uh, a lot of, most plants have anti-cancer properties. Um, that's why food is the best medicine. For, let's say someone's interested, as we're wrapping this up, within 
making dandelion tea. Do you dry it and then make the tea out of it, or how do you just pour the hot water over it? What do you do? Uh, gosh, there's so many ways. Um, I sometimes will take the root mm -hmm. and just soak it, just fresh. Sure. Um, I, I, there's no, um, I don't think there's any special way. You can definitely dry it. We've done it that way, mm -hmm. but often I'll just take the leaves if I want to make a tea and just drop them in the water, mm -hmm. let it let it steep for. I, I like a strong tea. Yeah. So I, I let it, uh, I let it uh, seep for like ten minutes. I, I always use structured, pure water, mm -hmm. and then before I drink it, I remineralize it. Oh wow, that's great. Because that pure water, typically our RO water is how I make it pure, is is void of anything but H2O. It takes it all out. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I I structure it, and then after my tea's made, because actually that that RO water is the best water for tea or coffee because it's naked yeah. it's thirsty so it pulls it in it pulls out those com those uh, components of the plant and brings it into the water so it's absolutely the best and then i remineralize it and then i enjoy it oh that's so that's so interesting thank you that it makes so much sense whenever you say it like that so thank you so much scott for imparting your wisdom if people want to get in touch with you learn more about you where do they go that's a great question. I don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have an email here, right? And um, I'm you can, happy. You can you can share the email. I'm happy to share the email in the sure. show notes so people can Absolutely. get some more tips from you. And just yeah. so appreciate your time. And if people want to get more resources, you can pick up our very first volume of Faith, Family, and Freedom at TarynGregson.com. Sign up for the newsletter, and you will get that sent free to you in your inbox and we've got lots of great tips in there and more thank you scott thank you just a reminder thank you for watching all of these episodes from the special homesteaders event at the goody farms well just a special reminder that you can pick up your faith family and freedom volume one summer 2023 edition it is a downloadable uh, e-reader booklet that you can pick up or if you would like to get a physical copy let me know email me taryn at we the patriotsusa.org and i will mail you one we'll get that in the mail for you but you can also get your e-reader of faith family and freedom at TarynGregson.com. Go pick it up. It'll allow us to continue to bring forth education about your health, education, freedom, food, freedom, recipes, and so much more. If you support this first volume, we'll be able to put out other volumes after that. God bless. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA.